Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did you, are you drinking your liquor, by the way? Yes, I'm drinking uh, the liquor I got in Chongqing. That's the name of a town. It just sounds. It is called Chongqing. Actually, I need to do it tonally. Chongqing. 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 We're going to lose listeners. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go on. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To it's 90 day gate let's love <laughs> run y'all i promise you the name is chong ching i promise you it is spelled this way c h o this is in pinyin by the way c h o n g q i n g chong ching Y'all, welcome to 90 Day Gays. My name's Matt. <laughs> and, um, and I'm Poodle. Ni hao. Ni hao. Ni hao. Ni hao. Ma. Y'all, um, I'm, in, I'm still in China, y'all. I'm in this town called Zhangzhou right now, which sounds like a, a way to talk about women's boobies. <laughs> it's true. Like and she's it, got some big Zhangzhou's. It's true. And if you hear a voice in the background, that's Poodle's cute roommate. That's my roommate who's, who's, la- who's laughing mutteringly. As he should. Uh, anyway, so we're in Zhangzhou now. I've been to about 11 cities, and I've got, like, Chinese stickers all over me from being in all these places. Do you wear Do you wear a mask out all the time? We're going to wear a mask here because this is a very – Zhangzhou is a very polluted city. We were just in Chongqing, and it was a really nice uh, – get, get your laughs out now, everybody. Um, I'm just holding it <laughs> The weirdest thing is we were a city, the city right before that where it was snowing, where I made a couple cameos, was called Jing Chang. <laughs> Sorry, Jing Chong. <laughs> like, the Chinese need to have more words for towns. It's a problem. Oh, God. Anyway, and the one before that was Luoyang. Oh, that's pretty. 
the town wasn't. Um, <laughs> and then before that was, we took a, oh, I need, this is, I'm not going to go on this a long time. We took a bus to the, or we took a train to the frozen tundra on a commuter train because we were snow that we could, there was obviously, we couldn't get away from the, the overpass was like icy. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't get there by a bus and we took a commuter train. And while I was there, this is Chinese New Year's, New Year's, so everyone's going back home. We and while we were sitting there, we had to we, we were just kind of put on that train at the very last minute. So we're surrounded by Chinese people, mm-hmm. and the train's so, super crowded. And there was this. We're sitting there in this little little thing, a uh, little, little little like inset. There's a little table there. It's like a train, um, and there's this little metal tray. And I was like, wonder what that metal tray is for. I found out when a woman beside me started spitting her sunflower seed shells into it. <laughs> oh, wow. And I looked at her like like she had just like crossed me. It was a real it was something. And then she then she took out a nectarine and put the peach in it or the put the pit in it. <laughs> and I just stared at her. There were also like fake awful Chinese women with their big fake bags. Everyone else had like nice people to talk to. We were around these awful women. Um, I'm glad no matter where we are in the world, you will judge basic women. You're still basic bitches. <laughs> um, but I will say the Chinese people are very, in general, are very, very helpful. They're lovely. Um, everyone wants to help us. Everyone is nice. None of them speak any English at all. <laughs> Zero. Like even the concierge at a hotel. Which should be a job <laughs> where you understand some of the English. I've been good at doing charades. Or <laughs> when I ask for cough drops, I go, <coughs> I'm basically a Harpo Marx now. I don't say anything. I just I just sign or go, mmm, and pat my stomach. Harpo bitch. Harpo bitch. That's how I do in China. But I will say we've seen some beautiful places. We were just in Chongqing. Again, the name of the town. Um, I will say people went off on Rosie O'Donnell for saying Ching Chong, Ching Chong, which she did say. But there are quite a lot of combinations of Chongqing and Ching something. So we should give Rosie a break. Well, I think we forgave her for that. I think we did. It was racist because she was talking. She also did the slanted eyes, I do believe. So we can't give her a break for that. Anyway, that's so that's China, y'all. I mean, Rosie O'Donnell, she was no Mickey Rooney as far as offending Asian <laughs> culture. All right, yeah. That was awful. <laughs> that was awful. I told you, I'm drinking my, this kind of grain alcohol made from sorghum that is not good. Um, but it's the only thing that's going to make me... Uh, okay to do this podcast because we had a travel day and it was so let me just tell you before we get started oh god we're never gonna do this fucking show we're late late and we're getting there we go down the wrong escalator to get there because y'all china is always hurry up and wait hurry up and wait and no one knows what the fuck's going on um uh that uh anyway again beautiful country lovely people no one knows what the fuck is going on jesus it's like right before a concert, we waited, we waited, <laughs> we waited over an hour because the mayor was late <laughs> and he had to talk before the concert. He just didn't show up. And we sat waiting beh- backstage for an hour. Can you imagine that happening? We were pissed. No one would wait for Garcetti here. 
No, no one would give a shit. No. Um. Anywho, what is your? Oh, you need a key. What is your the door? Oh Jesus! What All is right. your grinder and scruff like? Have you had sex? No, people. People are hitting me up a little bit. Um, but I'm, I'm, I either haven't had time or we were not spending long enough at a city. Um, that, been, that's like, saying something for you. Cause you're a quickie queen. I know. I just haven't, I haven't had the time. Um, but anyway, so the, there's this grain alcohol. It's not very good. Oh, uh, God. but, uh, anyway, so we, we're in Chongqing, uh, and we, we we flew from Chongqing to Zhangzhou. Oh God! Uh, and then we were so we we're waiting to go. We're waiting. We're in the bus, and I swear to God, we just see in front of us like a bus billowing smoke. And I'm like, is that the first bus in front of us with other people on it? <laughs> <laughs> Someone says, and I was like, oh my God! I hope no one's on fire. Save the violins. Uh, anyway. It turned out there was a bus on fire. The fire department came. So we just sat there for 20 minutes and watching, no, probably 30 minutes, watching a bus burn um, while they shot water. And I'm like, okay, we'll get to the hotel sometime. And then they, everyone just moved on. So here I am uh, about, about an hour later than I thought I would be um, and later for you. So I appreciate, and this pod, this this podcast is going to go up late, so y'all can suck a dick, because <laughs> China's hard. Like that woman who left a review. That is true. Hashtag China's hard. China is hard. Um, okay, cool. Uh, and my, my roommate just walked out, so I won't be distracted anymore. Okay, great. Okay. Um, anyway, so he let's gets talk about distract- this show. I think that's all I have to say about China. He gets distracted because his roommate's a handsome black man with a huge penis. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's just... It's... Speaking it's something. of... something. You haven't seen any of these, by the way, but this is actually appropriate to the show. Have you... Uh, s- yo, I can't really see. I can occasionally get on Facebook. I can never see Facebook Messenger. Um, it's well, a problem. I sent you, you haven't seen any of the new Sabrina teasers, have you? No! Oh, they made, like, as a teaser, they made a music video, but it's so campy and fun. And then they did... Oh, I did see that with the dancing. And did you see the behind the scenes? No, I haven't had... They don't even have YouTube. They don't even let their people, barely let their people breathe here. We love China, y'all. If you're listening, China, we love you. Y'all, China is doing everything. I think people are monitoring me. There are cameras everywhere. Oh, God. They are monitoring. There are these QR codes that you have to scan to get into places. They're like, oh, it's easy. It's just a way to keep track of fucking people. I mean, I love you, China. (laughs) I love you, China. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to get. Let's dig in. Let's jump in the show. I just want to say for everyone, if you. terrible. That that I posted on Twitter, I think, and I uh, talked about it on Instagram and on Facebook. But watch the the bit the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina trailer. It looks so good. We're gonna be covering it in Bitchcraft. I don't know if you saw the behind the scenes video where Gavin Leatherwood tells Ross Lynch, who's wearing the crop top, that he has something in his teeth, and then Gavin Leatherwood helps him get it out of his teeth with his finger, and he says, oh, I got it, and then Gavin Leatherwood licks his finger that was just in Ross Lynch's mouth. What? (laughs) 
I thought I lost you again. <laughs> I'm telling you. What? You what, that happened? That was a secret scene. It is a secret scene. I think they're listening. <sighs> this is what I'm missing in China, y'all. <laughs> You're going to go. I'm missing erotic content. You are. All right. Let's jump into this. Let's talk Someone's about. Someone's going to put me in jail for looking at Sabrina. <sighs> God. I mean, I love you, China. <laughs> Don't come arrest me. Love you, China. is bad. I'm fine. Yeah, bye. I like women. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love women. I love boobies, China. Well, you know what? I'm a good person. Our first are Lonely Hearts, Angela and Michael. Michael has something in common with you. He doesn't like to go down on the gooter. <laughs> Who it's knew? true. Um, I wrote down, we're in Nigeria, baby. I I wrote um, down, I didn't know you could get Botox in your fucking chest. <laughs> it looks terrible. It looks awful. I've never seen someone get uh, Botox in their cougar skin down there. I think that's why it looks good, better, though, now. Everybody was saying the earlier, like, chest plate. her chest looked weird. I think it was the bruising. But if you look at the... The confessionals, when you can tell that her work is set in, her chest is much smoother. Yeah. Um, I My first thing I wrote down was, I reiterate, I've said this before, Michael deserves a heavenly reward. (laughs) (sighs) My grandmother would say that, when I get my heavenly reward. (laughs) And I guess that's like someone like Jesus giving you a big piece of gold bullion. Come at us if you've heard people say, I can't wait for my, when I get my heavenly reward. I remember it's like that. You, it's like you turn in a lost cat or something and Jesus says, here you go. Here's $50. I think anyway. my heavenly reward would be when somebody with an eight pack and a huge dick fucks you and tells you you're beautiful. Because that's never happened to I me. I don't think that happens in heaven. Oh, well. Um, it happens in the other place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, which I'm fine going to hell if that's what's there. Yes. Uh, it's fine. So, Michael misses, I quote, her crazy ass. Um, and I wrote down, oh my God, he brought her another cake. That was funny. That was funny, actually. Uh, and I will say... Uh, Michael said she likes sweet things and I said I'll take uh, the understatement of the year and obvious things for 200 Alex (laughs) (laughs) he did say that I mean not a lot really happened with them I feel like in this episode Um, except for that we clearly see that Angela never listens to anyone or any fucking thing when they try to explain any type of point she just starts yelling at them yeah, and she bas- well, she has rage issues, and she basically yeah. said that the reason why the um, the the his not immigration lawyer, but his person told her that is because she's Nigerian, and uh, and her lawyer knows what's up, and uh, because Americans already, are smarter, they're already fucking fighting, and that was that was a nice twenty minutes. Um, what? And then I put another another thing I wrote down. Uh, Michael said it's tough to deal when Angela. It's tough to deal with Angela when she's tired and upset and hungry. Again, another understatement of the year. <laughs> I'll take that for three hundred, Alex. <laughs> Hell, that, I'm the same. That's I'm not brutal. good and tired when I'm tired and hungry. Oh, I'm not good. 
You were horrible. Yeah. Who is though? Who is that? I'm not good. Who is? Um, I don't know. I will say whether it's cake or a clock, Angela does get appeased by a gift very easily. <laughs> this okay. Y'all, we're at the Lagos I... Travel Inn again. The Lagos <laughs> Travel Inn. Come at us if you've been to the Lagos Travel Inn. I think I'm at the Lagos Travel Inn. <laughs> This is actually a nice hotel. It's just got shitty internet. Um, there's 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 silkscreen paintings. There's what okay. looks like a fake fireplace. Focus um, on Angela and Michael. God damn it! We only have an hour. All right, I'm focusing. Um, so anyway, um, we're dealing with a clock with their pictures on it. Um, and so every o'clock, you can get a Michael. Michael. <laughs> It says that, or maybe it's like when it's four o'clock. It goes, it goes. I love you, baby. Baby, yeah, uh, I was about to say. And then baby. midnight is. I go to BJ. I go to BJ. Um, or no, she said, said she did the BJ. I think that's what he she said. She did the BJ. They they kind of just now are just. They're almost like they they're just walking memes. They're just regurgitating yeah, all the same stuff. They even, Angela even pulls out all the sexy stuff that apparently is so disgusting this time, the whole fucking <laughs> box is blurred. So, like, what do you think was and in that box? We haven't blurred anything Ever. until we told Tania's boobs or Tania's butt. Exactly. We haven't blurred, we haven't blurred anything. We've shown a lot. We've shown um, a lot. I think it was, I think it was probably her, um, uh, his kind of like naked ass. That ah. they couldn't show. Ah, yes. Um, I don't know. They're, then they started like the um, the the music started getting porny, and it was really disturbing. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people saw this. Maybe you saw that on your Flex TV. Shout out to Sissy Squad for getting us that Flex <laughs> TV. I actually, I, it wasn't up on Flex, but I bought it on Amazon because it takes a little longer on Flex. Okay, on Plex. Flex. Flex is a spa in Los Angeles, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Plex, Flex, Sling, wherever you watch it. So, y'all, I don't know. On our TiVo, at least on my TiVo, I don't know if you saw this on your Flex Plex, but, um... Flex. Plex. Whatever. Flex is a spa. <laughs> They're, um... Not my thin, but you know what? You do what? You go on with your bad selves you, you like spas. Yeah, you do spas. Um, Angela pulled out the... The things that they blurred, but nobody really saw it. But I saw sitting in that purse were Caesar's panties. I don't know how they got <laughs> there, Poodle. Oh, it's been a long journey. I went to Florida and I went to Mexico and now I'm in Nigeria. I thought we were going to stay in that backseat floorboard of that Taco Bell parking lot forever. Oh, and now I might have some fat redneck wear me. Yay! Yay, black dick. <laughs> and same. Oh, I love those panties. I love y'all. I miss them. Come at us if you miss those panties. Come. Oh, we get to fulfill our destiny. destiny. <sighs> um, anyway. Um, I anyway. Think they basically wasn't much more. They went to they went and had Nigerian food, and Angela oh, was horrified. I want to talk about this. So they are going to breakfast from Nigerian music, and uh, uh, or they sorry, what did I say? Nigerian music. I can't read my writing. They're going to <sighs> breakfast in Nigeria, 
Y'all, breakfast in Nigeria is kind of like breakfast in China. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that in breakfast in America, we have like easy meals, eggs, bacon, kind of like, you know, kind of easy breads. China goes all for it, y'all. There's like spicy shit. You can get noodles and broth. Um, sometimes there's like like spicy stir fry and shit. Uh, and they have congee, which is rice porridge. And it's not really good. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, sometimes that how Angela looked at Nigerian breakfast is how I look at Chinese breakfast. You know how you go the Harry Potter phone ring. It started to ring. I silenced it. You know how... Wait, is it 1115? Who is calling you that late? I don't know. Can you just focus? <laughs> Sorry. I, I play the Harry Potter theme um, at our concerts. On my celeste. Oh, Lord. Anyway, I'm focused. Anyway, so Nigerian breakfast. She doesn't like the only breakfast... Uh, uh, Angela's ever eaten our Hardy's gravy biscuits, y'all, and maybe an egg McMuffin when she thinks she's when she thinks she's a uh, she's dieting. Yes. Oh, now I want that. Now I want that. <laughs> it's like it. It. I guess China. They eat. You know how like when you're hungover and you you go to McDonald's to get the breakfast food, but they serve the Big Mac anyway, and you're hungover and want to throw up, and you get a Big Mac at Sprite at nine a.m. anyway. I don't know anything about that. I don't either. <laughs> don't either. I know nothing about uh, it. Uh, no. So they're, they're eating breakfast, and then a fly just lights on her. I, I just kept staring at the fly. <laughs> the shit you noticed, I didn't even, I didn't even, that's where she made the comment that, Michael, um, you'd eat that fish with teeth, but you won't eat a vagina. I, yeah, that was a lot. What do you, they bleeped her out. What do you think, what word did she use instead of vagina? She definitely said twat. She, I'm certain. You won't eat my twat! You think twat? I was thinking, man, that's yeah. a good one. Twat or maybe cooter. Oh, God. I could see You won't it. eat my coochie. You, no, well, coochie, coochie. I changed my answer. Coochie. I, I agree. Coochie. It was, it was she coochie. She said coochie. <laughs> it was coochie. <laughs> You won't, you won't eat that one. You won't eat my. You want my beef? You won't eat my coochie. She said coochie. She said coochie. That is the word. If we would go back in those archives, the word coochie would be screamed in a really in a in a nasty flinty dialect. It would. Anyway, it would. Um, it would. I just want to. Oh, the last thing. So Michael's basically telling her that he wants to get married in Nigeria. She's not having it. I think you said last time that she that do I think so? I think he might pressure her to do it. I I don't know. I have this kind of feeling. Um, I then think I want so to talk too. about the confessional where Angela is wearing what I can only call <gasps> a blue Lucy from Charlie Brown dress with puffy sleeves with a match, <laughs> and then the she has the matching eyeshadow. I think yes. this. Y'all, I think... Michael, you blockhead! That's what I thought. I think this is that she's been listening to the show, and this is her ode to, let it be! Let it be! I think she's Anna the Snow Queen. All right, y'all, we're going on to... 
<laughs> Mike and Natalie, and it's been a whole day since we talked about Angela and Michael because Poodle's in fucking China. And y'all, he went, his internet went out. I didn't hear from him. And then Jackie posted on the Sissy Squad about a bus, a tour bus landing in a sinkhole in China. And everyone's been so concerned that it was Poodle. They were literally putting like hashtag Poodles in a sinkhole. And I said, no, that's just his ass. <laughs> That's what they called my ass in college. There goes the sinkhole. <laughs> Spatoon. So anyway, y'all, I'm back. It's really hard. The internet here is really problematic. Also, you notice I may sound like this because it's early in the morning. And China doesn't have regular coffee. They have Nescafe. And so it takes me about four hours to wake up. <laughs> So I'm drinking my Starbucks instant here. Um, is is your roommate still sleeping in the bed? Yeah, he's still sleeping it off. Y'all, I can say this because the roommate can hear it, but we had to stop our show last night because he got so drunk in the bathroom and was calling himself ugly. And I told Poodle to suck his dick. That would make him feel better. But Poodle said he was drunker than Cooter Brown. <laughs> and he couldn't. Wouldn't have- it wouldn't have helped. <laughs> Would have just been like a soft caterpillar just crawling on your face. It's one of the few things a good dick sucking can't help. It's, it's um, true. That can, that can almost cure cancer sometimes. It's true. Um, well, anyway, let's jump let's into, jump into, into Mike, Mike and Natalie. Natalie. Um, so the first shot we have is Natalie just closing her eyes. Oh, my God. I wrote this down, too. <laughs> And I was just like, is she transcendentally meditating? Is she putting herself somewhere else? Y'all, she's crazy. She's batshit nuts. She's like, she's got like Chippendale rescue rangers going around in her head. She does. And you know what I think it is? I think Natalie and Jasmine are both from the same Fembot factory. And I think she's rebooting when she closes her eyes. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I think it is. She's got you a know, faulty iOS update, and that shit hasn't taken. I would love to agree with you on this, but you will not believe this. But I had a visitor last night. I don't know how she found me. I guess she knew that I had an open cot available. <sighs> oh, God. Um, but guess who showed up at my hotel last night? Guess who showed up, <laughs> even in all the drama? Cousin Olga. Olga, she she, she finds she heard, her. Age. She heard that there was a lot of Chinese businessmen to swindle, and I hope she doesn't talk too long. Here. The sissy squad doesn't like it when she talks too long. I briefed her on this, <laughs> and she told me to fuck off. So um, anyway, uh, so why don't you go? Why don't you go try to blow your roommate and let cousin <laughs> cousin Olga talk? All right, she's about, she's out in the room uh, trying to uh, get her hand normal from giving a hand job last night. Okay. Um, all right, so, uh, okay, here's Kuznoga. Hello, I am in China with Poodle. Hi, Olga. You you are a good traveler, Olga. Yes, I stole away in suitcase. It's I, I, I am now only 90 pounds, so I can fold my body. Oh, oh, you must have taken yeah. gymnastics. <clears throat> No, I just bend body in the right shape, and uh, businessmen look like my body when I can bend it all over. My head retract. It's fun. Anywho, I need to talk about Michael and Natalie. What do you think okay, about this, Natalie? 
this basic Ukrainian girl, I know you say she fembot, but no, fembot actually performed quite well. We have them in Ukraine. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, want to go to work, you hire fembot. It looked just like you. This is true. Sometimes, sometimes their heads uh, pop off and they're fine. And you know, you may not want to fuck your husband, but you use fembot. And fembot does a good job. And I want to talk about she's she crazy girl. The fun the thing is she oh she she thinks she's trying to get Michael to tell to make her to say no I want to stay with you oh I want to stay with you and then first of all silly girl she cannot say she love him don't you know how easy it is for Olga to say I love you it's three words I love and that's <laughs> I love you in German oh I got that. I love you in Russian. That was sorry. Poodle just came in for a minute there. Just, he helps I was, translate. I was correcting. Yes, I put this is Poodle again. I'm correcting. Sorry, this is Olga again. Olga, Olga tell Poodle to stop messing with your lines. I know he's he really he really he, he really a pain. I've, Olga, strangely, Olga hate homosexual. <laughs> that it's makes very sense. Strange. I hate I hate homosexual. So um, anyway. So Natalie, Natalie could just say, I love you, and she chooses not to. Do you know what happened when Olga say, I love you? Olga get a piece of jewelry. <laughs> that is they just true. Hand it to me. Or a boat. Oh, I'll say, yes, I get, you know what I get one time? I get someone just, I love you, and just some man bring me baby. <laughs> there you go. No, and you, let me tell you something else. I sell baby for a lot of money. Anywho. Okay, Olga. Well, I think, <laughs> I think we well, got your thoughts. Because in, in Ukraine, you just, you know, you go to airport and people put babies on airport carousel. You just pick one up. It's fine. Makes sense. Anywho. So, Natalie. Natalie cannot... Uh, she cannot tell Michael she loved him. Anyway, she say things like, "Oh, you have to, you have to time to work on your relationship. How can I know if I love you?" Blah blah blah. No, you know if you love them, you know you feel their wallet, and if wallet not thick, you know love them. It is simple. <laughs> it is simple. <laughs> anyway, so she's she's going on. She talks about she's this is all a farce. And then she throw her ring at him. How dare she throw ring? No, I, Olga has eaten ring before to keep authorities from finding. But <laughs> no one, and it's fine, you poop it out three days later. So, but she throw ring at him, and then she have the audacity to say, I know put it on my finger. What? What does that even mean? She know know how to act. That was very. That was very. That was very stupid. The what she wanted this. I I want him to to perform action and put it on my finger. What the fuck is that? That's game shit. No, here's here how you do. You give him lovely blowjob. He give you a ring. You go buy Fendi purse. That's it. That's a day. Everybody goes to bed happy. Everyone goes to bed happy. Anyway, Olga got to go. She got to go get breakfast because she had not eaten in three days, which is a normal thing. But she needs she need a little vodka in the morning. It's hard to get vodka in China. Oh, all anyway, right, Olga. Well, enjoy your Olga cigarettes. Says, Ta-ta, bye. Mm. Olga was I'm more, back, y'all. She was more a little more concise today. 
I think the trip to China has her um, has her jet lagged. Oh, probably so. Um, I want to talk about when and I guess this is a Ukrainian thing or when Natalie says like it's this whole pragmatism where she's like, I have feelings that will grow to love. And that's where I was like. That's literally I wrote, does the latest iOS update not have love in it? Are we waiting to get that from Tim fucking Cook? Because well, – or is this just a culture thing? I think, though, she has said that she loved him before. That's – yeah. That's what, that's what he doesn't understand. I think she has severe – I think maybe her mother taught her that the games are the only way to hook a man. And or maybe it's not her mother. She she has severe. Uh, I I know we talked about we, we think it's trauma or something. Uh, we don't know what's going on with her. And speaking of mom, y'all, Natalie. <laughs> oh Jesus, Natalie's mother's been stuck in that fucking loft for probably six months up there. I didn't even know that. Bless her heart. She didn't even have time to dye her hair. She's got roots. She's got lots of roots, and her hair kind of looks like – I will say someone did post a picture of uh, uh, Olga's uh, – Olga, sorry – of Natalie's mother uh, at, to a pre-transition uh, Caitlyn Jenner, <laughs> and it was pretty close. <laughs> they do look somewhat alike. I see that. Um, mm-hmm. I think – if if Natalie doesn't date Mike, I think Mike's mother might fuck him. That was very sweet, actually. He just went in there and cried. <laughs> yeah, that was something. And he's like, Mama, I'm loving you. And then she – and then uh, Natalie had the nerve to say, you need to apologize. I mean – She really, like, is totally – it's so funny. She wants him to do all these things to – Put the ring on to apologize, yet she wants to take no responsibility or fault for anything. And she has like like I think I heard overheard Olga say she has no gain. She has no she like and she thinks she does. She's trying to handle these things in a not good way. I don't this whole this whole uh Olga seemed to like this section more than I did. I, I found this completely useless, this whole segment. I thought it was sad. It made Mike a little more likable, but I think it's almost like Natalie doesn't understand other people's feelings. Uh-huh. I agree. Um, I don't know what's going to happen now. He's left. I don't know if there's a there's a future for them. I don't know. I don't know. You can't say – everyone else has no problem saying I love you on this show. <laughs> Um, it's true. I mean, honestly, look at Natalie, y'all. She's going to be just fine. But Mike, he's got to go back to Bojangles. That's all he's and got. you know what? That's the most stable relationship in his life. It really it fucking is. And we need is. to go for that. Um, I just want to say one more thing. <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> exactly. That's what Bojangles would say. Um, mm-hmm. I I still think, though, when he leaves, you see in the kitchen, she just closes her eyes and looks up. And I'm telling you, that's like, <laughs> she is rebooting. <laughs> um, one thing that Natalie said that I am totally going to use now when I fight with my boyfriend, I'm going to say, can we just stop this farce? <laughs> I enjoyed that quote. I did, too. Can we stop this farce? I mean, whoo. Anyway, y'all. It was ridiculous. Um, all right. Anyway. I, I think, well, um. That's all I'm done. I'm done with that one. 
Uh, yeah, I think I'm done too. So let's move on to our next. Oh, the winners of this episode. Let's move to. I agree. It was my favorite. Everyone. You can't look on the things, but everyone. Let's move on to Juliana and Michael and fucking Sarah. Actually, this was Sarah Juliana. I know, but I mean, the Lonely Heart. There was no Michael. Michael. Which is why most of us enjoyed it. I will say this episode was great for two reasons. There was no Annie and Robert. There wasn't. Nor was there any Emily and Sasha. Um, Although I missed Shady Betsy. but Oh, we're going to give her next week. Yeah. And... And Emily's got like crazy white Christina hair, like Extina. When she went by Extina, remember that? Yes, and she was just like you would see like her, and she was when she would be like shaving her panty line, and you would see it. <laughs> yeah, basically, I think Emily's going for that look now. Those um, were those were rough times for Extina. Those were ooh, those were dirty, and boy, that was that was during the dirty time. I got strep throat from that song too. Um, <laughs> Anyway, y'all, um, Julie Mike, Juliana's she's biking. She's Juliana's biking. Biking, bringing over CC stuff. And just look. Now, I know some people are going to, I don't know. I'll be interested to see what people said in that listening to her talking about being a model, coming from where she's from, and being 15 years old, and being told to lose 10 kilos, which I think is more than 10 pounds. It is. It's like uh, about, I want to say 18 pounds. That is horrifying to me. Yeah, it's rough. Someone come at us with an exact conversion. I can't do it right now because I'm in China. (laughs) (laughs) Someone come at us with an exact conversion because I can't do it because I don't don't care enough. I don't want to. So come at us. Um, I just thought just when you really hear about what Juliana, how, it, that that was just it was just heart wrenching kind of what she's been through to do that uh agreed um i oh, great. i the roommates awake more, y'all i don't know what's yep. going to happen now um okay if this was a really beautiful moment y'all sarah was actually tearing up hearing this story that um basically she was a model at 14 juliana was and they told her to lose 10 kilos and then she joined a church where it was like no makeup she can't wear pants um and sarah basically said oh so you were basically in a cult yes and her husband her husband was 34 she was 17 it was an arranged marriage sarah's head you can see sarah's head it is spinning and you can see sarah thinking i judge this person and you can see sarah in real time like she say oh my god this is a good person and i told this person not to parent my children she even said that i told you that but now i know that you're strong and you love my kids and i know that and i teared up <laughs> i teared up too because sarah was a mirror for all of us because and this is a reason too why y'all women need we need to all support women but women especially need to support other women because y'all we don't realize the shit that goes on not just in our country but in the world how other women are being completely oppressed through marriage and having to give have children it's such a problem and i think it's this is what she could have i i'm amazed truly amazed that juliana at 17 had the fortitude to like say did that husband to leave that husband to come back and divorce him that's fucking balls 
she's really strong. And I think Sarah says, oh, wow, we have a lot more in common than I thought. And y'all, this was supposed to be before the season started. This was the joke of the season when Michael was saying, you know, she's not a prostitute. Like this story was the joke of the season. It has become the most successful. I'm amazed. I love them. I was. I'm going to cry at this wedding. Um, I agree. Um, I liked it when when she when Juliana said, you know, this is how it is in Brazil that one thing we need one thing that makes us happy. And I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. If we all had that perspective um, and then uh, if we all just uh, listened to one Sarah another said just listened. Yeah. When Sarah said, we sort of fill in the gaps for each other, I guess. Oh, that's what I, I teared up, up again. Yes. That was beautiful. And then she, Sarah said, Sarah should fucking run for president. I'd vote for her. Um, she said, when she said, Agreed. which I think is so important that y'all, this is like a lesson in fucking life where she says, this is not a competition by trying to take away from one person isn't helping anyone. And I think that's so what we think. We think that if someone else has something, we can't have it. And that's not the way it is at yeah, all. It's like scarcity. Like a scarcity principle. It's not like when Poodle or Angela are eating cake, y'all. <laughs> because if you take a no, cake before Poodle gets you cake. Take the cake. Mm-hmm. I think it's gone. Oh, she freaks and y'all, out. You know how people are like waiting around at a party for the for, for the for someone to eat cake first? That bitch is me. <laughs> I am always the first person to get cake. Um, y'all come at us come if, at you're, the if first. you're the first person. <laughs> To get cake, or if you're at the first us, person it, at, at any party where you're the first person lined up to get cake. Yes, or come at us where someone has thrown away cake and you've gone in the trash and pulled it out. <laughs> because Poodle's done that I too. I have never done that. Wait, I have done that. You Never have, mind. Yes, because it was I, on top of things. It, it was on top of things. And it was in, in a box, but I remember the next time I threw away cake, you made me pour salt and pepper and food all over it so you wouldn't pull it out of the trash can. This is true, and I'm not ashamed of it. Because, you know, when you put stuff in the trash, it kind of sits on top of other things. Come at us if you've eaten food out of the trash. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what kind of answer we're going to get with this. I'm so scared with this. You know, (laughs) Ashley Buccino's got fucking Taco Bell out of the trash when that bitch has been drunk. Mm -hmm. Y'all, you need to put salt on your food sometimes. Some um, here. I won't look. I won't, I won't look when you get up naked. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so that was to my roommate. Um, so let's talk about um, when when they're talking about Michael um, uh-huh. and Sarah basically says, you know, so when you get money, Juliana, don't give it to Michael. <laughs> I and she basically that. says, I don't. Uh, the Juliana's like basically like, yeah. He thinks he has power over me, but I let him think that. Again, she's the MVP of this season. I love I love this storyline more than I ever loved any. Oh, yeah, when she was like, and he says, like, oh, I'm so tired when I come home from working, so I go play the guitar. And, she's, and they laugh, and then they high-five in the car, and I was just like, yes, yes! I, I enjoyed this. Then they went to go try on her wedding dress and get it altered. Um... And it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. And, like, uh, and Sarah was crying. Um, I don't know, y'all. This is just a 
we, there was not a lot of funny stuff about this this section, but it was delicious. Even, it was so beautiful. Even Natalie at Svetlana Bride was normal. I wanted to get more from her. The fact that it's called Svetlana Bride in the middle of Connecticut. She kind of had her shit together. She did. <laughs> Svet, uh, Natalie, Svetlana. Yes. Mm-hmm. Olga would approve. Olga um, would approve. So, um, anyway, I also wrote that when Sarah says, well, you're part of our big family now. And then that was not like a fourth time I cried. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, That's all I basically had about that. It was just good. It was, it was a really just, good segment. It was a really beautiful segment. And with that, I think this is a great time for us to take a little break. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique 
unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Y'all... Okay, and now we go from someone who supports each other to two people who literally are awful. <laughs> They're I am so and emotionally destroyed. They have they have emotionally destroyed each other. Y'all, I'm going to tell you this for the rest of the season. If you don't want to watch Anna and Marcel, that's fine. I don't either. However, we do a podcast about this, so we will watch it for you. So if you want to fast forward over through these parts, you can fast forward. Go through ahead. All of Anna and Marcel. That's what the fuck I would do because we're going to fucking go through this shit show for you. You know why? Because I, that's what we do. I'm a service provider. <laughs> and you're a whore I'm like Time Warner Whoa. with better service <laughs> That's but you're the same in that you don't call you back um, <laughs> never never Time Warner will never call you back you know what I rarely show up in that four hour window <laughs> rarely <laughs> this is true this is true um, I rarely show up in that four hour window but I'll get there sometime and it'll be worth it. There's not really anyway. that much to talk about them except for just this weird like Marcel runs in the living room and like doesn't even say a word, just tries to like head butter and hug her. It's like a dog like when <laughs> a dog a wants you to butt going on. Yes, it's like when a dog a big dog wants you to like, pet him and ooh, they just lean ooh, on you. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't get that I, at all. Um uh, someone I did see someone on Twitter because I can see that, or maybe it was on the Sissy Squad that I could see. Someone said Marcel when he cries looked like someone is crying on The Sims <laughs> <laughs> when stuff is coming out of their head and they hold their head. Oh. That's gold. That's exactly what it is. Um, y'all, let's let's just get real with these two people. They're both broken. They both ne – neither of them talked about their future, and this has been precipitated from the beginning. Neither one of them were living in reality. There was this like pipe dream that they could be together, and neither – and both, both, both of them thought that, 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 that like life would just work itself out, and that doesn't happen for a 90-day fiancé. It does. I actually put literally, it's not real. It's just their fantasy is dissolving in front exactly. of their eyes. Exactly. 
and and it involved everyone they know, all of her friends, her children, her mother, all of his family. So they've done this to themselves. I have no sympathy for either of them. And I've had this for about five episodes. You guys know I'm done with these two. Yeah, they're not even t- putting her kids in the situation because it's not, I bet her kids are done. The only thing I agree with Marcel is at one point, Marcel says, he basically said through the phone, he says, he has to choose his mother. And, you know, Poodle and I can agree with that because that's pretty much why we're gay. Because can you imagine what, what would Mother Poodle do to the woman you married, to her favorite gay son? <laughs> well... First of all, if if I had married a woman, Mother Poodle would undercut her at every turn. Um, she already does enough with her second favorite child who married a woman. Um, uh, that's my younger brother and my sister-in-law. Uh, every time I talk to my mother, there's a dig at my sister-in-law. Well, I'm far be it from me to comment. <laughs> um, but... Far be it for me to comment on parenting, but whenever I go over there, she's, there's just toys and there's shit all over that house. Again, my mother would always when I was when I was being when we were growing up, my mother's favorite words was, "Why is there shit everywhere? I'm just walking through shit. All I do is pick up shit. All I do is like, um, you know what? I know this this food is shit to you. I guess you don't have to eat it. That's my mother's favorite word was shit. Anyway. So I want to talk a little bit – one of the things I wrote down besides a lot of, oh, this is terrible. Oh, no. There's nothing to talk about. All his words are empty. Um, They are uh, empty. And then then Anna saying things like, you lost me. Like almost trying to get even with him is even worse. It's like digging in like – it was like watching – Honestly, it was like when people break up in sixth grade. Remember when somebody breaks up on the playground and you have to watch it? No, you send them – if you have any self-respect, you send them a note. Yes. <laughs> that was how I broke up with a girl. That's and how that my, actually one of, my more, one of my better breakups. That's how my high school girlfriend broke up with me, and I called to tell her that I thought it was shitty. <laughs> um, I, w- I also wrote down, is there anything sadder than two people ugly crying on a rooms-to-go sectional recliner? <laughs> no. No, there's not. It was just in a really like because the section recliner is always weird because at one point you have to like pull up the thing and mm-hmm. it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's wonky. a strange thing. Middle, yep. yeah. You don't know. And y'all, I, that's def- Am I reclining? That, am I sitting up? I don't know. That living room suite is definitely rooms to go. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, anyway, then Anna cries and her eyeliner is all over the place. It's all over. I'm the really place. upset that. I'm really upset that they don't have a makeup artist on the show. That just to say, you know, no one wants to see that ever. Just do some waterproof. Although I guess it looks good for, I guess it looks good for the camera. But also, I was worried when she took him to the airport because she was crying so much. I was like, bitch, you gotta drive. Focus. Agree. And she picks him up at what I, what I'm as certain as a La Quinta Inn. Um, oh yeah. And uh, and. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but the absurdity of Marcel's suitcase having like three yellow ribbons on it. <laughs> I didn't understand that. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I guess for bees. 
Because bees are yellow? I guess. I guess. I but honestly, I don't remember much from the airport, y'all, because there was a fucking Omaha steak kiosk in the background. And come at me if you've had an Omaha steak, because they are I fucking love a good Omaha steak. Oh, they are so oh. good. I could go to the Nebraska could... airport just to get a fucking steak. <laughs> You're a fat girl. I I'm, am. Uh I'm shocked that she actually took him to the airport. I wrote Put that bitch in an Uber. I actually but wrote, I guess what would to... Poodle do if someone chose his mother <laughs> over uh, him? I wouldn't even – number one, um, I would leave them. Uh, I would leave them in – I would not even care about finding, making sure they got to the airport. Number two, I would badmouth them so badly they could never get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Because, y'all, revenge is a dish best – Served, acted out of emotion. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can quote me on that. <laughs> that revenge is just best served cold. No. When you get revenge, it is hot, white hot rage, and it feels good in the moment. That's how it works. That's a, that's a poodle quote. Poodleism. Uh, oh. Anyway, so there – I would have uh, – well, anyway, I may have helped him with his Uber, um, but I would not have taken him. So – me either. He's um, – I also wrote that uh, he's the only – he said – he basically says – we found out a little more that he's the only son in his family. And uh, and she's still – she's still kind of pressuring to saying, choose me. Like this is – like all of a sudden we're in the middle of – what is it? Uh, Jerry Maguire. And yes. all of a sudden she's fucking Renee Zellweger using all these romantic comedy quotes. She is. She, choose me. I love you. No, he's a Turkish man who's not attractive and not smart. He is not Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, um, he is not. And the fact, too, that she's just she's so much like you're done, you're done, you're done, you're done. And then she totally undercuts herself. And then she's just begging. Yeah, yes. it's really awful. And I want to just say the last thing is, you know, I'd said, is anything sadder than cr- than crying on a rooms to go um, or uh, <sighs> sectional recliner? Is oh, there God. anything sadder than crying in a baseball shirt in front of a bare airport wall? <laughs> that was that just said like a blank thing that just said Omaha. <laughs> and I don't know if a lot of people heard, but. Huey and Dewey were, and Louie were actually crying, too. They were just silently sobbing, and Garfield was just saying... Garfield, Garfield's like, there was an Omaha Steaks back there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want an Omaha Steak! That's what Garfield, Garfield was saying. moving on. <laughs> moving the fuck on. Speaking of moving on, let's talk about Jasmine and Blake, because we're going to save Tania and Sinjin for last, y'all. Oh. Oh, now uh, I, I will say um, uh, I think this was besides Juliana and Juliana and Sarah's section. I think this was my favorite with Blake and Jasmine. Um, so Jasmine the Fembot, I think she has updated to a new iOS. I think um, so too. Yeah, because, because she was like, I do not like drinking and smoking and loud things, and then. Like a good fembot, she's like, I don't really care about going those things for him. You know that she's is, cold, y'all. She is cold um, as the finished winters. That is that is the part that I. Although you know, one thing I just learned about Finland: some of the best internet in the world. So that must be nice. 
China. Anyway, oh God, did I lose you? Are you there? Oh, you're there. I hear you drinking. <laughs> I'm here, but I, just, I lost you. I lost you just for a minute. Jesus. <laughs> I lost, here's what I heard. Some of, some of the best inter. Net and world. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't fucking matter, China. Anyway, I thought I that was. Jasmine re- cares everyone. That's true. I thought that was very cold too. Because look, y'all, there are things that my boyfriend is interested in that I'm not at all. I know that y'all have this too. But if your significant other cares about something, you're like, I might not like it, but I care about it because he cares so much about it. And the fact that she could right. say that so callously. I mean, that is a big red flag. I although I kind of understood where she was going when Blake put on a, ma- a rainbow knit mask <laughs> and started rapping. And y'all, I'm not a rap fan, but this was god awful. You know, if you have to wear a mask when you perform so people don't know who you are, you might want to process that. <laughs> I just. I just become somebody else when I perform. I mean... I mean... Yeah. um, No, literally, you become somebody else. I did think it was cute in the Uber when he was, like, touching her face after it took her so long to get fucking ready, and he was... Well, I wrote... I wrote... um, uh, It takes her so long to promote up, and I went, it is very hard covering up exposed metal. (laughs) It is. You know, very hard metal is... Do not touch my skin. Your acid will shoot out and burn oh, yeah, your metal. And burn she went, your... do not. <laughs> she went, do not touch face. Hero. <laughs> Danger. At point... And at that point, uh-oh, I've got poor connection on my side. What is it for you? I'm fine on my side. Okay. Let's just keep going. <laughs> oh, God. Let's just. Let's Y'all, just. This let's is like just, fucking triage. This is like Blake and Jasmine's relationship. Let's just ignore all the bad things and just keep going <laughs> forward. Um. So anyway, when she says do not touch face, because if he touched her face, uh, she would her her robot flex uh, reflexes would take over and he she would rip his arm out of the socket. <laughs> she would kind of like y'all. Y'all remember that robot? Was it from like Superman three or Superman four? Remember when she gets t- when she gets caught up in the computer and she becomes a robot that shoots lasers? Oh, yeah. What, which one was that? That terrified me as a child. Uh, Alyssa or someone, if you could put, if you could put Jasmine's face on that, on that fembot from Superman, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Alyssa, good idea. It is a good idea. Um, so we, so Rita calls and says, where are you? And he's VP of the label and he's not there yet. So y'all, she must have taken like two hours to get ready. Which, oh, oh, more than that. And y'all, I mean, I know this was a performance, but this is at the Mint. Y'all, I guarantee you, first of all, this is like... That's right, it was at the Mint. If you've been to the Mint, it's not where up-and-coming people play. It's not. It's only like six blocks from my apartment, and I'm pretty sure Jake has made out with someone there. (laughs) And you'd be right. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, y'all, next time, maybe the, I wish we should look for the name of this band. Maybe he'll be playing and we could go see them. Although I don't want to do. I just want to see Everett. I, can we, can we, okay. So the performance, her and her sister, well, we're going to get to Everett, but we're almost done. Yep. Rita's, okay. Rita's a ride or die friend in the alley giving some fucking hashtag truth talk. Oh, yeah. 
she's she's letting him have it. Well, I appreciate that so, someone finally said, "Is she here just to be with?" What we've all been thinking is she here just to be with her sister, and she just said that. And Blake, kind of like this is the first time, and I don't. I'm pausing to talk about this because I don't want to talk about this in a way that comes sensationalized. But I'm like, hello, he's a, can you hear me? Oh Jesus, are you there, Poodle? I can. Okay, I can good. Hear you. I don't. I am. I don't want to sensationalize this so much in the way, but it's just, this is the first time it entered in my head. He's ignoring all the red flags so much. Is he gay? Because he is from a very strict family. Is he using her as a beard? Um, I've been convinced more and more of it. I'm the last person to say anyone's gay, but... I am too. I don't mean it every, that, but I, it's all, hiding something. All signs, all signs that, I will say this, that I was thinking, the only reason I was thinking he may be gay, um, that he might, likes a pretty girl to be there as kind of like, uh, like a non-emotional connection for him, but to give him a little bit of cachet to make him feel straight. But I, I again, I know, I don't know. I think whether he's gay or not, I think what the underlying pinning is, it's like he it's like he wants to be with her to like you said for some type of cachet. That's really what it is. Whether gay yeah. or not, it's like she's a trophy to him, it feels like. I I would agree with that. That's so maybe um, that's a better way of what we're saying without talking about a sexuality. There we go. Um I think what we what we can what we can agree on is that this music they are making is terrible. <laughs> I'm not a rap fan. I wouldn't it's, know, but I didn't think it was great. It, it's not good. Now there is a guy in a harness um, walking around, and I'm like, this looks like a club that I've been to. <laughs> that was another reason why I was like, wait a minute, wait so, a minute. Usually, a man in a harness. It's a different kind of club. It's no. not really music. No, it's, it's, like, used... it's like all of a sudden we're at Slammers. <laughs> yeah, Slammers are flex. Mm-hmm. Y'all, and what we we do know on, on Slammers, they, on Yelp, they have received some nice ratings for their staff. <laughs> so as people pointed out in our Sissy Squad, y'all, y'all, we're at education here because so many of you have learned about gay sex clubs and lube. Thank you. Hashtag boy butter. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag thanking our sponsor, Boy Butter, which is in looks like a tan. I want to talk about the next day when when we're at the scene in recording the recording studio, as you probably pointed out, in looks like Woodland Hills. Oh, it, it is. Like I looked Hills. it up. It is. <clears throat> anyway, so we meet Joey, who was the bearded guy who was in the harness, and y'all, Joey's my type. And Joey got BDF. <laughs> Joey can get it. And I'm not even into white guys. He can guys. get it. With that harness. get it. You know, mm -hmm. it's so funny. I didn't even, I forgot he was the one in the harness. And I even said, speaking of gay porn, y'all, I said, he looks like somebody who would star in a Raging Stallion video. <laughs> y'all, that's a type of porn called Raging Stallion. But I'll even say Raging Stallion. <laughs> You know, I was thinking more of a men.com and he would have like a Russian name, but I think you're right with Raging Stallion. Oh, yeah. It's going to be yeah. like in a dark room with like those metal great walls and mm -hmm. just black of, like chains on him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I wrote, I hate white rappers, but damn. <laughs> but damn. And also, so Everett 
is a sensuous man. I'm just saying it. Oh, God. Um, and I don't know what happened. We all of a sudden we have the the the, the boys are saying, you know, she is uh, that she, they're worried about him and they're kind of like working on their their sample. And I don't know. This may have just been China, but my screen was like cutting out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mine did too. Um, and all of a sudden um, they were working on a sample and uh, Everett just starts massaging Blake's shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then Joey kind of like is the front. And then slowly they push him into a position of uh, – then they make a London bridge with Blake. <laughs> And they clap. (laughs) And then he starts sucking. He starts sucking Joey's dick, Mm -hmm. and Edward and and Everett's behind him, Mm -hmm. giving him the giving him the the Tom Thumb, if you know what I mean. Giving him the low hard one. Yeah. Uh huh. Ooh. Um. A good London Bridge. London Bridge is falling down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Bye, (laughs) Menon. I think I just conflated two things. You know, but it made um, sense. But he's, yeah, it's definitely giving him the crown jewels. So, and that's what I saw. And then at the very end, uh, Blake says, I just got a good idea for a song. <laughs> exactly. And then he pulled out and they spooched all over Blake's back and said, we don't like your girlfriend. And then they left. Gee. <laughs> I would say one last thing. He did say something about, you know, Jasmine is just kind of non-expressive at times because she's a robot. <laughs> because he can't compute in that. The yeah. thing, so the thing it's really talking about, I mean, there's not much to talk about their conversation except for I get that she's shy and Blake's trying to defend her, but she's not trying at all in any aspects of his life. And I know she's left her country. No. But the deal is, it's not like she's leaving fucking Ukraine or like Nigeria. She left fucking Finland. You poodle. I looked it up. Finland was voted the most happy country in 2019 in the world. Yeah, I I don't. I think she's just there for her sister. I don't know why this is so not obvious. I so I'm just that's why I don't have sympathy for her because she's not like this. Woe is me life. No, she's an entitled white privileged fembot. Who's totally taking advantage of him. Sorry. Um, that's all I have about those two. Um, I was kind of thrown after the London Bridge scene, so I didn't really have a lot to say after that. But Joey can get it, y'all. I want to see more of Joey. Preferably shirtless. And Everett. Ooh, Everett. Ooh. Oh, I followed his Instagram. And y'all, I just want to say one more thing. If you're in a relationship and none of your friends like the person you're in a relationship with, that's a, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. That is, that is true because your friends want the best for you. They really do. Unless you have horrible friends. He poodles a bitch, <laughs> but he wants the best for me. And when It's true. And when that yoga guy brought over his toothbrush the night we hooked up for the first time, he got the bitch out. And, and, I, and, I, and I said, and I said, take a look at what's there on this shelf. I'm like, I'm not letting this stand. <laughs> that's he brought his electronic toothbrush, y'all. I said, that's a red flag. And I got that shit done. Mm-hmm. He did. That's a good friend. Um, Let's move on to the to the the one of the worst people in the world, um, oh. Ensignion. Ensignion. <laughs> I wish Tania's friends would show up. Oh no! You mean uh, uh, what was her Monique? Ma- Mar- 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 Capone <laughs> What's her and name? Indigo 
and no, 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 the ones flavonoid. At, no, not her. The ones at the airport. Oh, Monique. Oh, those were tough. She was a ride or die. You know, Monique would think those other girls in Costa Rica were basic like bitches. She wouldn't be able to handle them. And what somebody posted in the Sissy Squad is that here Tania thinks she's this woke-ass woman, whereas Sarah and Juliana just fucking schooled her on what a true strong woman is. A fucking man. Anyway, I'm sorry. What were you, so what were your thoughts on this? <sighs> um, so T- Tania comes back, um, and she's like that laugh. <laughs> you know, that laugh that we hate. Um, and so then they're on the back of the car, and she's just like smelling his armpit. Um, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, you smell so good. And he's like, he's natural, that, y'all. That's some, that's some Silver Lake shit right there. That's that some is Silver some Lake hipster shit. S- Silver Lake, y'all. And I, and I'm kind of into it sometimes, but I, most of the time not. I am not. I like people to smell clean. Um, Sinjin, I don't like, I don't love cologne, but I don't, I don't need, I don't need. I, someone should wear deodorant. No, remember yeah. you like cologne, fine, poodle. Hawthorne, oh, get your Hawthorne. <laughs> no, I love my. Get your Hawthorne on. I like my Hawthorne. He actually that's does, y'all. Say. He said he did. A, that's my Hawthorne. I want to say Hawthorne. That's your whore. Um, but Sinjin anyway. does not smell good. But the thing that I noticed when he picked her up at the airport, I was like, "Fuck, he is in love with her." He really is, and there he's. He's really head over heels. He really I is. I do want to bring up. I want to bring up that Tania. Hates biting into apples, so she will feed. She will. He will bite into the apple for her and feed her like a baby bird, and that's love. <laughs> Y'all, this is a metaphor for their relationship. Literally in the apple. This is like some biblical Adam and Eve shit right here. I'm telling you. Yep. Uh, uh, this anyway. basically means he's going to be wipe, wiping her ass, and when she has kids. She's going to do nothing but the fun stuff. Nothing. Yep. Agreed. He's, he's going to do, do fucking everything. Diapers. That is so insightful. He's going to do all the hard stuff. He'll do all the hard talks. She'll do all mm-hmm. the fun things like shopping with the kids. And, and um, then you're, he'll you're do exactly it. Right. And then she will get on to him for not doing it the way she wanted him to do it. But she won't do it herself. I hate her so much. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her so much. <laughs> She's a pretty, pretty gross person. And the fact, this is what bothers me, I think, the most about her. When she says, I know that I'm extra. I am. I am. Um, I wrote, and that's what we call a little bit, to do a callback for Angela. I'll take under the understatement of the year for 3,000, Alex. 3,000. Daily devil. <laughs> um, she, but that's what pisses what me basic off. bitch was on 90 Day Fiance <laughs> season what basic seven. Bitch? The whole country hated her. Um, what is Tania? What is Tania? But th- that's what bothers me is that I get annoyed by people who are horrible people but don't know better. But she actually has the awareness to know better and she chooses not to do it, which a lot of people do that actually. But the and fact that she keeps, verbalizes it, ugh. And she keeps saying things like, you know, you know, like out to him, you know, our values align, but who knows about the timing? So she creates this culture of, of uncertainty with him that makes him crazy and she gaslights him and she makes him believe that they're on shaky ground constantly. Yeah. And it's awful. She's almost emotionally abusing him consistently. 
Y'all, speaking of shaky ground, Sinjin worked in a mine for seven fucking years. <laughs> now, I don't know what kind of mine it was, but my mind immediately went to a diamond mine, like fucking blood diamonds. <laughs> I just imagine him and like seven other dwarfs. Hi ho, hi ho. In that mining picture, he looked good. He could he looked, get it. Mining Sinjin could get it. Mining Sinjin could mine my ass for diamonds all he wanted to. <laughs> Guess he could spelunk. I he could spelunk me any time of the night. <laughs> Yo ho. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I must say, then he's like talking about it, and she's like, "I'm sorry, you were a minor. <laughs> like, can you just stop talking about it? It's, I'm sorry, you had to, you were, had the hardship to be a minor. It's insane to me that here she talked about Sinjin doesn't understand like other races or things like that. Yet she has no idea about, uh." classism and that even in yep. some countries people that are white yes white people do have privilege and better chances and white people sometimes are still born born from lower classes and have to work really he shitty is, jobs yeah. or Almost and are, he is. and are oppressed by the classism and so i really think that he now when he's like i want to be a fireman a policeman woodworking carpentry and i i don't understand tania however I did realize. She's like, how long is that going to take? How long is that going to take? Well, but I think I get where her. Look, this is what I just. Re, I got a picture as I was watching this, like an inside of two things. First of all, Tania, look at her mother. She had a very chaotic. The Skeksy. Tania had a very chaotic childhood, I bet, and has a horrible relationship with her father. And I bet she had probably no certainty in her child. Because it looks like her mother, Missy fucking partied hard, y'all. And it looks like she was probably uh, a fun time, but not necessarily the most. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong, so don't come at me. But just it's judging that she wasn't there. So, A, Tania needs that certainty. But really, I just, I love Sinjin. I think he's a nice guy, but he totally is a man child. And really, I just saw for the he first is. time, oh, he's a good time and a great fuck. And that's kind of about it. He, he is. And he's um, he's he's very much whatever turns his head at the moment. And and Tania both loves that and hates that about him. Yes. And she, yes, she can't reconcile the two. And when she's talking about when he when she was gone, she's like, why didn't you take a woodworking class? And I went with what money? They don't have anything. Yeah. Um, and and then he says something like, oh, I really want you to set me free. You know, like this this scene in the car was so awful. And she's sitting there wearing that motherfucking pink shirt again that I guess she has 11 of. Um, or maybe it's the same one. I don't know. And Her she says, and- I've been. S- Go ahead. She's like, I've been so lenient with you. And I leaned back in my chair and said, if anyone said that to me, I would spring at them and maybe try to strangle them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a horrible, she, horrible person. They are not a good she match. Said things like, she said things like, I feel like I'm never being heard. Y'all, if someone tells you that I'm not being heard, that means they need to be heard 24 hours a day. Yes, if they in say general. that, if they say that repeatedly, if they say that every yeah. now and again in the conversation, but yeah, because that is 
that's going to be her, her thing is that she's never going to be heard. She's never going to feel important and she's never going to feel safe because someone, someone you're in a relationship with her. Yeah. Yes. And y'all people in your lives don't make you feel safe. You make yourself feel safe and then other people can support you in that. Also, if this is a trick, if someone does come up to you and say, I'm not feeling heard, this is a good thing because I've done this with people. All you have to do is parrot what they just said right back to them, guys. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> Immediately, all you have to do is – so what you're saying is blah, blah, blah. Then they're fine because as I say all the time in my daily life, all anyone needs in this world, all we're looking for is a little fucking validation. That's it. That's, That's all true. we're looking for. But since you called on it, when he said that was a pro- her yeah. problem in the world, is that she never – he's like, that's your problem with society. You mm-hmm. never will feel heard. Like he he went deep and fucking mm-hmm. called her out on it. I agree. I, I agree. He is that so is... good in bed. Ooh. <laughs> she, they, she must be. Um, no, I got to – well, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. She's awful. She just lays there. Um, so I thought that's all I have. That's and me too. I think, well, let's, let's go to our sissy shout-outs. Um, can you give me one on Facebook because I don't think I can get one? <laughs> okay. Y'all, it's time for our sissy shout-outs. And because Alyssa shaded us, um, because we, you know, we didn't know what letter we were on, basically. She did. We can't remember from day to day. So I think she might have done these before. I don't remember. I think we're on N and O. That's what we're going to do. So we apologize if it's wrong again. Just let us know. Let us know. <laughs> I, we know you will. <laughs> we know you will. Okay. So my sissy shout out is going to be, our first name is Nadine <laughs> Saley. Nadine Saley. It's, it, it, it needs to be a word. It, the, it the, is. the rhyme needs to if be you're, a word. If you feel like you want to go sailing, you feel Saley. So Nadine, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that one. Nadine's, I'm going to give you that one. Y'all, Nadine, she is the president of her local town's PTA, but she doesn't have children. She just likes to boss people around. She, <laughs> she, she, my mother did that after we graduated <laughs> elementary school. My mother was the PTA president when my, when we were in school, y'all, she, she goes to PTA meetings. She's been there for five years, and nobody even knows where she came from. But she drinks a Bloody Mary during each meeting, and she just listens the entire time. And then when they ask her what she thinks, she just says, nope, and walks out. You know why? Because she's a badass bitch. And also, her favorite thing to do is to drive around her convertible, just listening to Elvis's Love Me Tender, because y'all, she had... She has a lost love, and it was the biggest dick she ever had sex with. Oh, and and then that hurts. And then he went to prison, and so that's why she loves love after lockup too. So that's Nadine <laughs> Saley, y'all. Nadine Saley. I love I love Nadine. Um, uh, my my uh uh my sissy shout out goes to Danny. Oh, <laughs> Danny. Oh. God. Salapan. <laughs> Danny O. Wow. Danny O. Salafam? And this Salafan? is Danny D A N I, right? A girl. 
correct? D-A-N-I. Y'all, there's a lot of ways to spell Danny as a girl. It's true. Um, she's she's female, or she identifies as such. Um, I assume. Tell us In about picture, Danny O'Sallifan. She might she might identify as male, or she might identify as gender neuter. Who cares? Gender, you know, do whatever you need to do. Gender neutral, not gender neutered. Jesus. <laughs> neutral. Tell us about Danny. Anyway, well, Danny is an Irish step dancer. <laughs> And I know something about that because I was a clogger. Um, and and Danny actually participates in a what I would call a stepping war with a clogging uh, troupe. They want they fuck with each other all the time. She's she's an Irish step dancer, so she's got the big the the kind of the high shoulders. She's got the really kind of like sexy uniforms. Oh yes. And the cloggers, she just calls cloggers stompers, y'all. That's what oh, she calls them. She's a badass. One. I know it. It's real ugly, um, but she likes nothing more than when to her favorite thing is to throw out snap and pops. <laughs> and y'all know what snap and pops are. Come at me if you remember snap and pops. Um, anyway, she loves to do that. Um, and strangely enough, one of her favorite things is uh, when she sleeps with her husband is that she puts on her little uniform and she dances on top and he and she dances on top of his back and then she jumps on his big dick and rides it and she goes Gorshen Begora Gorshen Begora Gorshen Begora And you know what she's probably and then thinking all of a sudden Shamrocks jump out of the air. Shamrocks jump out and she's probably thinking about going into chiropractic because I'm sure she pops his back whenever she does that. Yep. Anyway, that's Danny O'Callahan. Danny O'Callahan. Sorry. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm looking at the number. Anyway. Anyway, that's, that's, y'all. That's all. That's 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 Danny's life. That's our sissy shoutouts. Hopefully, we're back on track. Thank you for keeping us uh, keeping us uh, legit. Poodle, thanks we, for bearing with me as I'm in uh, China, y'all. It only <laughs> took fucking 36 hours, but we finally recorded this fucking show, Poodle. I will say. We're going to be in a better place uh, for internet next time we're doing it. I've already looked. Thank Jesus the Lord. Yeah. Y'all, well, I'm going to rush through these before we lose Poodle and just tell you, go to our website at sissythattalk.com. You can see all of our shows there. We've got uh, River Mails. We've got Sweet Tea, our Southern Charm podcast, which, by the way, news is Catherine and Thomas are back together again. <gasps> no. Yes. They're I'm, all I'm over Instagram. Everything. Yeah. Kath, there's a picture of Catherine with Thomas, and she's like, she says something like, I do whatever I want, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not oh, good. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. So that apparently is happening. So you can listen to that in Sweet Tea. You can listen to your old Dear Maddie episodes. Um, uh, I, Sabrina's uh, coming back, y'all. y'all. Bitchcraft is coming so back. We talked about Bitchcraft. So catch up on Bitchcraft and listen to that. And you can find all of our Sissy merch. If you want the Let It Be shirts, they go away on February 1st. So go to our sissy.talk.com. Make Mother Poodle proud. <laughs> make my, somebody <laughs> just bought a Let, let it, it Be shirt. Someone got a Let It Be mug today, actually. <laughs> you go to sissy.talk.com. I've got to tell my mother about that, but I don't know what she's going to do. I'm afraid she'll start listening to our show. Be careful. My um, sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, when I told her, she laughed for like 10 minutes. You should get them both <laughs> shirts. Um, also, That's y'all. I want to get my niece and nephew those shirts. Well, you better by February 1st. I'm not keeping it open for your ass. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Uh, get stuff for free for us no we still have to pay for it but it's not it's, i think no, it's a little cheaper we have to pay for shit we do okay i gotta go i gotta go get on the bus so i can play frozen oh, 
Jesus. All right, I think that's basically it, y'all. Just shout us out on Cameo. Don't forget Cameos. And lastly, don't forget our Patreon. All of this stuff is in the show I've been doing Cameos from China. You have. i got to do one, too. And y'all, remember, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you decide to get a 90-day fiancé, you need to call us. Call us. us. But don't call me because I'm in China. (laughs) I can't answer it. Bye. Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.